You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And Miss Barbara Ann Wild, thank you for accommodating my crazy schedule today. I just got back from getting a fresh hairdo. Your hair looks beautiful. You know what? I went to lunch yesterday at the Bel Air Hotel I with know. our gorgeous friends, the beautiful Alicia from Girl, Girl with, with Knife. Knife. She does these incredible greeting cards, wrapping paper, beautiful candles. Yeah, beautiful. And she herself is just, it's disgusting. She's stunning. But anyway, so she just bought a new house and wanted us to come over and see it. So we first, we met yeah. at the Bel Air Hotel and had lunch with her. That place is so gorgeous. I haven't been there in a long time. I was there when they redid the restaurant. Weren't you there for Cheryl's birthday when we okay, had Cheryl's so birthday? Was, is that that like was like a couple years ago. Two years ago in December. So. so Wasted Cheryl was there as well. Wasteland Cheryl. I somehow have decided to call her Wasted Cheryl. I almost wore my Wasteland shirt because I was going to do your, I was going to do your highlights. So I had my Frankie and the stud shirt on, but I was going to wear my, <laughs> I was going to wear my Wasteland shirt because it's a good one to, to Crock, do. We're not going to be licking right now. No, <laughs> no. Don't kick my misophonia in for me. So anyway, so we decided to all meet at the Bel Air Hotel first and have a nice little lunch and then go over and see her new place. And it was Cheryl, it was Allison, and it was me and Frankie. And it was so great. We had such a lovely time. And then they were like, oh, let's take some pictures. So we took some pictures. And that hotel is just, if you're ever in LA and you want to go somewhere really beautiful and have lunch, it's gorgeous. It's nestled away in this little private community of Bel Air. Yeah. Bel Air Estates, I think. But it's just gorgeous. And they have swans and a little lake. And it's absolutely lovely. But mind you, so expensive. So expensive. Can I just tell you, I had a Cobb salad, a Cobb salad, okay? 50 bucks for a salad? I was going to say 40. I was going to guess 40. $50 for a salad? It's pretty crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's lettuce for God's sakes (laughs) and a hard boiled egg and like maybe one piece of, you know, tomato. And I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I looked at the pictures afterwards. Yeah. And I decided my hair was way too long and way too big because, you know, I don't. I don't really do much to you my don't hair. Do anything I, to your hair, which is amazing. I do nothing. I shower, I shampoo, and I walk out with wet hair, and then it just goes, <laughs> and it's enormous. <laughs> it's so big. So I looked at the picture, and my hair is just too long. And you know how, like, when your hair gets so long and it's all just one length, it just started that's, to personally. Look. That's my favorite way of my hair. I'm trying for to go you, back to that. For me, it looks drab. I think it just depends on the shape of your face. But like with me, my face tends to be very angular uh-huh. and sharp. So if my hair's too long like that- It drags that, you down. It drags me down, starts making me look a little witchy. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, this has got to go. So I quickly <laughs> texted my hairdresser, Louise Moon, who's amazing. She's a great cutter. And I asked her if she could fit me in today because we're going away this weekend. I know. So she said, yeah, come on in. So I went over to her house real quick. And so thank you for accommodating me. I ran over there, got my hair chopped off really fast and then came home. And then I told you I, I might need some blonde highlights, but as it seems- I think it, you're good. I think I'm good. If so, you want more, I mean, it's easy. That's easy to do. Your so hair is easy. Just a, a little bit of a hectic morning. And then I'm going to head out because- you know, my mom lives in Palm Springs. Right. And the guys, Gilby's biker crew, the chopper crew, are doing a weekend. 
a chopper weekend at Pappy and Harriet's, which is out in Pioneer Town. If you've never been and you're in LA, definitely go. It's so cool. It's like a little Western town that is just completely stuck in time. It's in a time warp. Yeah. It's they've got saloons and oh, it's just so cute. Dirt road. It just looks like it came right out of a spaghetti western. And they've got cute little hotels there, restaurants. There's a lot of antique Great shops. shops. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff to yeah. do there. And it's about a two and a half hour drive from where we live. So I decided we're going to go, there's going to be a big biker rally. And then everyone in the evening, everyone's going to, a bunch of bands are going to play. Gilby's going to jam. So it'll be really fun. And actually Gilby and both Gilby and Frankie have played at Pappy and Harriet's before. Right. Very famous venue. A lot of really cool people played there. Like, you know, I think Paul McCartney's played there. Like, oh yeah. Really cool people. So we're going to drive out there. I'm going to go out there this morning. I'm going to take the dogs. I'm going to go to the house that we rented. Right. We Airbnb'd a house that belongs to my cousin. And I'm going to drop the dogs off and then go visit my mom in oh, Palm Springs first. And there's a fun little art fair that happens. Palm Springs is only about 45 minutes from Pioneer right. Town. Right. It's all close, like Pioneer Town, Joshua Tree, 29 Palms, Palm Springs, all kind of close. So we're going to drive out to Palm Springs, go visit my mom, take her out to dinner, walk their art fair that they have every oh, Thursday night. Really great. They have great art events all the time in Palm Springs. They do. They yeah. have a lot of like movie festivals and the art fair is my favorite because there's a lot of like food trucks and a lot of local artists bring all their paintings and different art that they've done, yeah. jewelry, all kinds of cool things, clothings, perfumes, everything that you can imagine. And so I think that'll be fun. So we'll do that tonight. And Frankie and her boyfriend are going to meet us there. And then I'm going up a day early and then Gilby and the rest of the crew, all the bikers are going to come out tomorrow. And we're going to spend the night there Friday and Saturday night. I wish you were coming. Me too. So that's what's happening. And then last night. Yeah. That was crazy. Last night I went to a book signing. Yeah. And it was... Paulina Porskova, this supermodel who famously graced every freaking cover of every magazine. Multiple times. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Vogue, I don't even know how many times. Major, major supermodel from my heyday right. that I always idolized. And she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated Absolutely. and everything. And she was very famously married to Rick Ocasek from The Cars. Right. And also famously, he just passed away less than four years ago now. Wow. And when he passed away, it came out that he was upset with her because their marriage wasn't working towards the end of his life. Oh. But she, they still, she always loved him. She was the mother of his children. She was with him for well over 30 years. Right. But their marriage wasn't working anymore. And so I think even though their marriage wasn't working, she still stayed with him and took care of him towards wow. the end of his life and was his caregiver and felt so extremely betrayed when she found out in his will that he felt that she deserted him because she didn't want to be married anymore. Wow. Even though she took care of him and left her nothing. Now, I have not read the book yet, so I don't know all the details. 
You just got the book yesterday at the I event, I just got right? the book last night at the event, and I got to meet Paulina. And it was a really interesting event because it's a book club, and it's called Happy Ladies Dinners. Oh, how nice. And they apparently do this all the time. I definitely need to do one. I'm such a book nerd. You are. You would yeah, love it. So I want you right to come to my the next alley. one. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm signing up to do one at our house. You are? So yeah, I'm going to sign up and do a book club Is at that our how house. it works? Yeah. Oh, how Once you get in, amazing. you can volunteer your home and have the book club. And it's a that's, women's book club. I love that. And you get to meet the authors and you get to talk to them. They did like a little so Q&A. Cool. I wonder who set that up. That's fabulous. It's a this lady named um, Liz Daniels that sets it all up. And she's a writer herself. And it was really an incredible event. And I thought it was such a cool idea because... All these women, all, there were 30 of us. It's very intimate. Right, because I couldn't even get a ticket. It was sold out right away. That's right, um, which was such a major bummer because I thought it would be great if we went together. Yeah, absolutely. But we're going to have our moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to do it again. And it was really great because the way they set it up is you go in and then you have like a nice dinner. They did like a buffet-style dinner, all this yummy food. Yeah. And 30 women, which I didn't, at least I didn't know I knew a lot of them. I walked in and then the next thing I knew, it was Daniela. Of course. Daniela. I was like, that seemed to happen with you a lot. (laughs) I don't know how that happens, (laughs) but it happens. I ended up running into my friend, Lisa Breckenridge, who is really great friends with Jillian and Dorothy, Jillian Barbary and Dorothy Lucy, because she also works at Fox, Fox News. And so I met her millions of times when I would do uh, Fox News and also when I would hang out with Jill and just have lunches and right. dinners and stuff like that. So it was lovely to see uh, Lisa Breckenridge there and catch up with her. And randomly, I met some woman that said she knew me because she used to live on my street, wow. but somehow we never met and she moved away, but she remembered me. Of course, me. No, I don't remember her. <laughs> but anyways, they had like this nice little dinner and a little mingling session And then they took us to, we went to go and do a meet and greet with the authors that were there. And not only was Paulina there, but also this, to my surprise, I was mesmerized by this woman. I can't wait to hear. The author of this book, this book is called From Scratch, and the author's name is Tembi Locke. Okay. She is incredible. What a woman. I was fascinated by her. She was incredible. She was not famous. Didn't, you know, didn't come from the industry at all. Just, you know, a a, a woman that met a man in Sicily, fell deeply, deeply in love with him. She's a African-American woman. He's Sicilian. Okay. And they had to come up against, you know, the interracial oh, thing yeah. in Italy at the time. And they talk about he was a chef and the food and Italy and, you know, like everything you think of when you think of a romance uh. novel like this. Uh, it's a memoir, her memoir. And she fell so deeply in love and they had a child and they got married and she said it was... She couldn't believe her lucky stars. The love was so deep. And then he got sick and he died. Oh. And she talks about the grief and the loss and how primal it was that she couldn't even 
speak for the first two years. I couldn't even function. She was just so devastated. And she poured herself into this book and wrote a book about the entire experience, never thinking it would go anywhere, that nothing would ever happen with it. Anyways, she said something that really rang my bell. She said that someone said to her, you know, you should get it published. You should take it around, see if anybody's interested in it. She went from one publisher to another, got turned down by every single publisher. You know, she had no connections. She didn't know anybody in the business. She just was this woman that had a story to tell. Absolutely. And she went around and went to every publisher and everybody turned her down. And she said that when she hears no, what she hears is try again for a yes. Keep trying until you get a yes. And that really rang my bell. I was like, yes, that's exactly it. I have one of my absolute life slogans that ring in my head is never take no for an answer. Never. I never do. Never. To me, I feel the same way. No motivates me. No motivates me to get a yes. And she said the same thing. And That's so she got this incredible. book. She finally found an editor that saw the worth in this book, the value in this book, and they published it. It became a New York Times bestseller. Amazing. And I can't then wait somehow to it. it fell into Reese Witherspoon's book club. She picked it as one of her features of her book club. The next thing you know, Reese Witherspoon says to her, I have a production company and I think we should make this into a series. Get out. And they made it into a series that got sold to Netflix. Unbelievable. And it's on Netflix and you can watch it. It's called From Scratch. I'm going to have to check that out. She's incredible. And I just loved it hearing her story. Amazing. I loved hearing her story of triumph, of learning how to pivot your life after such deep, deep loss. Oh my God. And she's so positive and hopeful for the future and just an incredible lady. And watching the two of them speak about their books and everything that they've been through. And Paulina speaks about aging. And, you know, Paulina's view is her book is called No Filter, The Good, The Bad and The Beautiful. Right. And she talks about how she went from being a supermodel to being invisible Mm. at 58 years old. But let me tell you something. She's not so invisible. (laughs) Gorgeous. Just, I mean, she still has that supermodel presence. Of course. You know, she's tall and statuesque and in gorgeous shape and beautiful bone structure. Right. Just beautiful, but also has so much more to say now. Right. Life experience. Life experience yeah. and everything she's been through. Which probably makes her girl. more interesting, right? She's so interesting and she's very forthright. She's very, she does not mince her words. Hmm. No filter. <laughs> no filter is what I have to say. So I got to chat with her for a little bit and, you know, we all took pictures together and it was a really cool thing because I just thought- I love that you did this. Yeah. I love 
love this for me. I love I this love for this. us. I, you know, I tried to get in immediately after you texted me that you bought a ticket and they didn't respond to me. And then you, you tried for me and they were already sold out. I mean, yeah. it's only 30 people. So yeah, right they keep away. it very intimate. And right. I see why, because they want each person to have their time with the author. Of course. And they want you to get your questions in. They want you to connect with the author. And it's just a really cool thing. And it's also really cool. What was I found was really cool that Tembi said was, she said, you know, everyone has a story. Absolutely. Everyone has had a journey. And it's worth writing and documenting your, your journey, right. even if you don't want to publish it, if you, even if you have no interest whatsoever in publishing it. Right. It's just nice for your legacy. True. For your family to have. So I was really, really inspired by it. I thought they were both amazing. It was very interesting to meet Paulina after all these years of, you know, seeing you know her me, in print, right? Seeing her in print. And right. you know me, I love my models from the 80s and 90s. And so it was really interesting to get to meet her. Also a fellow rock wife. Who? She, you know, she was married to Rico oh. Kasich. And Paulina, had, I thought you meant another one. <clears throat> yeah. And her and I, you yeah. know, we talked a little bit about that and our shared experiences about being married to musicians. And I right. told her about you and about our show and all that. So it was a really interesting evening and I'm really glad I went. I'm glad you went too. And met a lot of really cool women that I didn't know. Some that I guess I did know, you know, me. <laughs> But even Paulina had a moment where she was like, she was answering a question and then she lost track of it. And she goes, menopause. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember where I was going with this. So That's funny. it was funny. Yeah. But uh, Paulina has moved on and has found love again in her oh, life. Good. And she talks about that. And she talks a lot about just, you know, going through that whole process of grief and loss and love and all, marriage and, you know, the whole thing. So it's, a, it's, I, I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting read. Yeah. So I'm excited to I'm read it. I'm looking forward to read. I'm, re, I'm looking forward to reading both of those books. Yeah. Great. I actually started both of them. I do that. I start two books at the same time and I kind of dart back and forth. So I'm taking them with me on my trip this weekend. And oh yeah. We'll have what some, a great time to yeah. be able to sit and read. And read. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm excited about that. It also got me thinking, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show, but it got me thinking about my own book. Absolutely. You should make, write a book. Which I started writing a few years ago. I started writing a book and I had an agent, a literary agent, and they took me to a publisher and the publisher really loved the concept of the book and asked me to write a format for them, which I did like a proposal, yeah. like an outline. Uh -huh. And I did, which is daunting. It's daunting. It's so much work. It took me months and hours of staying up late at night to do it because during the day I'm busy working. Right. So I did it and they loved it, but they wanted me to change a, a lot of things about it. They wanted me to restructure the book. Right. Because they thought that maybe I had two or three books in me. Oh. So they wanted me to kind of restructure the book to be one, focused get on that. one thing at a time. Yeah. And that was just too daunting. So I hung it up and never went back to it. But from after being there last night, it reignited my interest in it. Good. So I think I'm going to go back to it. I think that's a great idea. I think I do believe that we all have a story to tell and, yeah. you know, from different perspectives. So I think people would want to read that book. I yeah. think it's an interesting concept. Yeah. And if not, it's just something of my past before I completely forget everything I've done <laughs> to give to Frankie. 
you know, and as my That's legacy, an amazing thing you know? to do. So, and I think you could do the same too. I mean, my God, we all have a book. I have, you know, I have an interesting, a couple of different interesting thoughts about that. Zach and I have talked many times about my father-in-law who's passed. His life was unbelievable. And the story would just be the most phenomenal story for people to read. He was, he had such a really interesting life. And then of course, my husband's Cinderella story and, you know, my family life, my upbringing, my, my life of growing up is a whole interesting story too. And it's amazing, you know, not knowing who my father was my whole life and then finding out or as much as I can and still doing the research to try and find it all out. And then to learn how many people have such a similar story. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, so I think that, yeah, I think I have, I have, I've had quite a few things that I've thought about doing. Oh yeah. And even just how you got into management and how you balance your marriage with working with Zach. I mean, there's, you know, try. (laughs) It's not always easy, but, but you know, it's interesting. Yeah. And everybody's got something interesting. So I was really inspired by it. So it's been a busy week and, oh, I went to Macy Gray's birthday party. Macy called me out of the blue. You did? We went bowling. Macy, who has been a guest on the show. I would have loved to have bowled with her. Oh, I love Macy. She is so sweet. She uh, sent me a text and she said, she always does this. She goes, hey, I know it's last minute, but it's my birthday. And what are you doing? Do you want to go bowling with me? You know, just (laughs) us. No big deal. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I'm not doing anything. I'll go with you. So Gilby and I went, we went to the bowling alley. It was Lucky Strikes in um, Hollywood. Which is always so fun anyway. So fun. And I love it there. I get there and she's rented out the whole freaking section over there, like this whole like little VIP area. Right. And she has like a hundred people there. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought this was going to be a little intimate, you and me. (laughs) So it was really fun. We went bowling and chatted and hung out. And I got to see, ran into a few people that I actually knew over there too. And it was really fun. And then I saw this really pretty girl. Okay. I got to look at my phone to see what, oh God, I don't remember her name, (laughs) but anyway, I know her first name. So, oh no, I remember her name. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's a miracle. So I saw this really pretty girl. I'm busy bowling and I look behind me and I see this pretty girl walk over to Gilby and start talking to him. And I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Let me, let me swoop on over there and find out what's going on. So I swoop. I swoop on over there and I'm like, hello. Gilby's like, oh, this is my wife, Daniela. She goes, oh, hi, nice to meet you. My name's Danya. And I started talking to her and she's beautiful. She looks like, um, like JLo, like Jennifer oh. Lopez. Her name is Danya Ramirez. Okay. I think that's her name. I'm pretty sure. And turns out she's an actress. Okay. And she is on that show called Sweet Tooth. Is that is that like a cooking show, but it's not a, a... No, absolutely not. It is... What am I confusing it with? It is a very disturbing show. Ooh. Where... Now I, you've intrigued me. I think kids are like part animals or people are part animals. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's really... Not heard of it. Really interesting. And she said it's, you know, she was telling me a little bit about it and it sounds brilliant, but I, I haven't watched it yet. So if any of you have watched it, let us know what you think. Let us know if yeah. we should watch it. But it sounds interesting. 
So that was pretty cool. And I got to see Macy's kids that I haven't seen in a while. And, you know, the reason I know Macy is I met her because our kids all went to school together when they were kids. Her her daughter, right? Yeah, with her daughter, Anissa, and her other daughter, Happy, and Tamel. And so to see the kids... And they're all gigantic, of tall course. and grown up and Aww. wonderful. And wow, it was incredible. It just, <laughs> just when you think you're like, oh, I'm cool. I'm young. I'm look at me. I'm bowling. And then you see the kids that you haven't seen in a while. And they're like 30 years old now. And grown you're like, mm, yeah, and guess what? Yeah, they're married. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah guess what? It. You're not so young and cool. Uh-huh. But so anyways. That's that very eventful week there, Miss Daniela. Very eventful week. Oh my gosh. And then one more thing. One more thing. Gilby played at the Yamava Casino. Oh, that's right. I wanted to go, but I was on the road with uh, Pantera. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And those shows looked freaking insane. And I want to talk about all your shows. Unbelievable. So Gilby played with Joey Belladonna. Oh my God. It I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Charlie, and all of my anthrax people that I love. But I, I don't know how they came to me. I'm I'm having some I know the, today. I know Scott and Charlie, so I don't know the other guys <laughs> that well. Okay, he's the singer from Anthrax. He has a new little fun project that he's doing. Okay, Barb, I was in heaven. His new little project, which is just like a fun thing that he does. Yeah. Is he has a Journey tribute band. Oh, Arlene would be really into that. My girlfriend Arlene, it's her favorite band. Oh my God. I used to love Journey and Steve Perry and he played all the hits, every single song and they were terrific. They were amazing. They were so good. His voice. Oh my God. It was so, so, so That is a pretty interesting thing. I would have never figured that. You never figured that, right? Definitely not. Oh my God. It was so good. I was dancing up a storm, having so much fun. And I met his lovely wife and we had such a good time. It was such a blast, but that's the reason why I couldn't go to the Pantera show to see you and Zach was because Gilby was playing and they were playing. So please tell me Everything and do not skip a detail. Okay, so you're talking about the SoFi show, right? Yes, because, which I was so bummed yeah, that I missed. Yeah, so it was, I don't even know how to even begin. So I wasn't actually going to go to SoFi because I'm not the biggest fan of that venue. It is a full ordeal. But Sabbath wanted to go and all the other, all of my other children were going and, you know, to see Zach play SoFi, I thought, okay, I, I guess I'll go. We'll go. And I figured I'd see Chloe Trio because right. Pantera is opening from Metallica. Uh, Metallica. And we go and we have the absolute best time. The show was phenomenal. Every single one has gotten better. And it was just incredible to see them do that venue and it was sold out. Yeah, it was Metallica, crazy. Metallica broke Taylor Swift's attendance record, who broke the Rolling Stones Whoa. for SoFi attendance for a musical act. Wow. So it was incredible to be part of Did that, right? Did you hear, by the way, that... Taylor Swift is like part of what's driving our economy Absolutely right now. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> wow. Absolutely, Incredible. I did. God bless her. Incredible. I, awesome. Yeah. So it was completely sold out. It was amazing. And I saw it from a different perspective because 
my first experience of seeing them with Metallica, I watched from the pit and I wanted Sabbath to be able to see. And I was afraid that he wouldn't be able to get the full view. So we went and had in our seats, we had seated tickets and it was incredible. It was so awesome from that perspective. The sound was amazing. It was just phenomenal. Let's and just then, discuss. Wait, that's where I'm going. Okay. Okay. So as amazing <laughs> as the show was, my nephew who was there texted me and he sent me a picture of Jason Momoa yes. completely going off in the pit. And I didn't know what he was sending me. I thought he was just sending me like, I want to meet that guy. I'm thinking, I don't know who that is. It's a fan that's really into it. Awesome. So then he texts me a few minutes <laughs> later and he goes, from what I understand, Jason Momoa and John Travolta are in the Pantera's dressing room. And I'm, I'm like, fucking yeah, real. right. John Travolta. What in the world would he be doing oh my God. At a Pantera, in a Pantera dressing room at a Metallica show? I get into the dressing room. I'm like, hey, you know what? If this is happening, I'm not missing this opportunity. So I'm going. Lo and behold, we walk in and as much as- I mean, by the way, he's your hall pass. Jason Momoa is my hall pass, uh, yeah. but probably one of my top three all-time favorite actors in the entire world is John Travolta. Yeah. I mean, when you think about our generation right, and all the most important social pop culture phenomenon that's happened, right. he has been- a, a, had a starring role yes. from Saturday Night uh, Fever to Grease. Yes. And then later on, the Look Who's Talking franchises. I forgot. Zach and I are w talking. What about Welcome Back, Cotter? Wait, wait, wait. So this is the craziest <laughs> thing. So I'm talking to John Travolta, which I'm just oh, blown away. Oh, stop yourself right now. And Philip Anselmo is talking to him about the Bee Gees, which just oh. happens to be my all-time favorite band. Like right. Desert Island Band, Zach and I always have this discussion. It's always the Bee Gees because right. their catalog for me runs from the early days of the rock and roll to the disco to I yeah, and how much we them. love roller skating to them. I love them, <laughs> love them, love yeah. them. Everything about their career, they're my favorite. Yeah. And so for some reason, John Travolta and Philip Ensemble are talking about the Bee Gees. And I just happen to be in the video talking to them in the conversation. Having an out-of-body experience, I'm sure. And I forgot, Zach and I both were talking to him and forgot to mention to him that our first date was to the Urban Cowboy. Ah, yes, totally, my all-time favorite movie. Oh my God, after we, uh, after, after he uh, left, after we left... Zach goes, oh my God, we never even said to him, hey, you're, you're kind of one of the reasons we're here today yeah. together. And I was like, oh my God, it didn't even, I mean, my kids were flipping uh, out because of course they're from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, everything his body about of work it, is insane. And it's just every John most important movie of yeah. our generation lives yeah. has happened with him in it. Yeah. And then he's from, is it sharing that he's from Inglewood, New Jersey, which is maybe 30 minutes from where Zach oh, and I wow. grew up. Uh -huh. So we had a lot of conversation oh. about New Jersey and it was just amazing. So can you guys have a dinner party and invite him and me? Oh man, <laughs> believe me, I would absolutely do that. I mean, oh my you gosh. know when people ask you, if you could have a dinner party with 10 of people, past or present, alive or deceased, fam famous or unfamous people who would you have he would always be in that yeah have a seat at that table yes. so it was just incredible and then 
Not to mention the fact that my hall pass is just like walking around backstage ah! and I'm like, my head's spinning and Zach's dying because Zach's just yeah. sitting there watching it all. Yeah. And then I was talking to Jason Momoa and he was literally sitting on a table and I was eye level to him standing ah! in my five inch heels. And I was just like, oh my God, I have no idea what he said to me. I have no idea what we <laughs> talked about because I was like out of you my mind. You were in your own world. I was out of my mind. Yeah. So that was the most incredible. How freaking fun is Every that? Every one of us were like, this is not happening. This oh, is just surreal. I'm so bummed I missed it, but so happy for you. Oh, it was, it was incredible. It was, oh, you know, wow. I'm very proud of myself that I didn't like completely. Pee yourself. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fan out or we kind of lost it a little bit afterwards. Yeah. But you're like, always cool though. I can't even imagine you fanning out me. I can imagine you. I cannot. I don't know. I mean, I kind of did a little when I met Mick Jagger. Randy had to elbow me to get me to talk because he took my hand and he asked me if I wanted something to drink and he kissed my hand. And I just like, I froze. <laughs> and Randy is like elbowing me and she was like, she'll have a glass of wine. And so will I thank you very much. And I was like, I just couldn't even. I was just like, oh my God. Done. I'm so, toast. But no, I, I was able to have an actual conversation with John Travolta oh. and uh, Jason Momoa. And it was just surreal. The show was incredible. Everything about the night was amazing. And I'm so glad if I would have sat that one out and then heard that they were there, I would have lost my mind. So it was, uh, you know, somebody up there was saying to me, you got to go, you got to go. And it, it was, you know, oh, wow. amazing. You, speaking of uh, John Travolta and Greece and all of that, have you seen there's a new documentary out about Olivia Newton-John? No, I didn't. And I really want to see that. I'm sure. So I mean, I'm going to watch so that. so close with her. Oh, yeah. And she was such a lovely person. I think I told you one time I came home from work. Yes. I came home from work and Gilby never tells me anything. And I get home from work. I walk into the studio to let Gilby know that I'm home. And Olivia Newton-John is I, sitting right where you are right now. And I was like, what? What am I looking at? What's She's happening right so now? So lovely. So lovely. So nice. Sharon so sweet. was good friends with her. Sharon knew her well. Sweetheart and, of a um, woman. Do you remember when she had that clothing line? Um, she did this really sweet clothing line in the late 80s, early 90s. It was kind of, hmm, I don't know what to compare it to, but the very first Christmas that Zach was in the band, we went to Palm Springs to have Christmas, Zach and I, with uh, Sharon and Ozzy and the, and the kids. Um, Jack, Kelly, and Amy were really little. And she brought me all these amazing clothes from Olivia wow. Newton-John's clothing line. I forget what it was called, but I had it for years. It was really, really sweet. And oh, um, She yeah. was lovely. It's so sad that she's... He's had a lot of loss. When you he think really about has. it, the last couple really of years, has, yeah. he was super close with Kirstie Alley. Yeah. He um, lost his wife. He his lost wife. his son. I know. Just unbelievable. And he lost his first wife too. Right. His first wife passed away right. very young. Yes. I, I think of breast cancer. She did die of breast yeah. cancer. And then Olivia and then his second wife and his son. I mean, lots of yeah. tragedy. And he's lovely, right? Oh, he's unbelievably yeah. sweet. And just so engaging and um, very kind of low key, kind yeah. of quiet. Yeah. He's really, yeah. yeah. I mean, he might have been a know. little taken aback by the people backstage. You know, Tommy Lee was backstage. And, oh, I can only and, uh, imagine Tommy's crew, a wild one. That crew, literally. Yeah, they're wild. Um, well, was, you put musicians whole, in yeah. and it's, it's, a, it's a party. It's just a party. 
Absolutely it was. Yeah. But it was, it was, I mean, oh my Ugh. God, pinch me, right? I, yes. Just incredible. Yes. I just wish I could have been there to witness the whole thing. But it's a good thing I actually wasn't there because I would have been screaming in your ear the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and embarrassing you. It was, no, you would never embarrass <laughs> yeah. me. But it was just, it was incredible. Oh, lovely. All right. Well, is it time for Barbara's back? Oh my God. How do we talk? How do we, how, how do, do we, we uh, uh, by the way, our new studio yes. for our, our, our YouTube channel, look at, us, look at us getting all professional on Sorry you. Sorry about the attire. I um, was not. She was going to dye my hair today. But. I was going to be uh, wear one of my many hats and be <laughs> a colorist today, but anyhow. Oh, by the way, for Barb's bag of tricks, really quick, I just wanted to say the this. books for sure. The books are great, but I, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Mac has a new lip gloss line. I need, my lips are so chapped right now. It's very, it's very sexual. It's called <laughs> Squirt. Ooh, it's gorgeous. It's called Squirt. And oh, it's nice. Isn't it nice? And mm. I went all Ooh, over looking mindy. for it. Yeah, it's, a, it's got lip plumping in it as ah. well. So it's a lip plumping lip gloss and it has a little bit of color. It's, it's nice. sheer. But I went all over looking for it because I saw it and I was like, oh my God, the colors look gorgeous. It has like a whole range of colors. Comes in like a brown and black, but it's see-through. So Ooh. you put it over red and you get that really deep, dark red. Gorgeous. Really beautiful. And it's very sheer. So I went all over. I went to Sephora. I went to Ulta. I went to every mall. I went everywhere. I went to all the Mac stores. Sold out. Really? Completely sold out. Mac sells out of a lot of things. Yeah. So I contacted them and I said, are you going to be making more of these anytime soon? Because I'm dying to try these. They sent them to me. Awesome. They sent them to me. So what is it called? Do you it's know? called Squirt. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Yeah. Pretty sexual, I think. And all the names are a little funny. Yeah, of course. A little fun also. So, um, Did you read energy? they have a new foundation that's supposed to be like really incredible mixture of skincare and foundation and it's like yes. revolutionary. Yes, yes. I want to try that too. I want to hey, get my hands Mac, on that as I'd well. I'd like to try that too. But you know what they did? They set me up with a pro account. Yes. So now I get a discount. On I that. know that you, we so were so lucky we, we should got order gifted. some and I'll order it with my Absolutely. discount and we'll get some and we'll review it. So anyway, that's yes. my little. Yes. So this is called, um, the brand, the outset. Have you, I gave you one of these. I don't know if you started using it yet. It's an eye cream. Yes. Okay. I have started. So it. this is Scarlett Johansson's line, which I didn't know it until after I got the, um, box in the mail and it had, you know, literature about it. So this is a smoothing vitamin C, which I'm always about vitamin C. I think for the day, for most people, a vitamin C as your first serum or ingredient that you put on your yes. active, that you put on your face before you put any mm -hmm. moisturizer, sunscreen, makeup, vitamin C for me in particular, but anyone that has hyperpigmentation yes. or mature skin, but actually young girls really, well, vitamin C. it's just C, a really good natural antioxidant, anti-inflammatory. Anti it's just a great it's product. It's really good for pollution yeah. and for the air that yeah. we have. So it's a really good, it gives yeah. you, a, it strengthens the barrier of your skin. Yeah. So this one, this eye cream, which they usually don't put it in eye creams, but it's got um, vitamin C and it has something that's supposed to smooth expression lines. It is so light, but it is not greasy, which is hard to do because if you get an eye cream that isn't super heavy and emollient, then 
it'll be tacky, you know, that those are tacky or they're super slippery because they put a lot of silicones in them or oils. This one to me, other than the Augustinus Bader one, this one is the perfect consistency. Mm. It is, I mean, in every Women's Weird Daily, New Beauty Magazine, um, I'm trying to think where else I've read, almost all the editorial that I've read on this product, and that's why I bought it, I didn't know it was Scarlett Johansson's, said that this is literally the best eye cream on the market right, right now. It is unbelievable. You got to try it, Danielle. It I is, have. I've been using it. It's amazing. I've been using it, but only I have only one little issue with it. What is it? Because I do love it. I love it. I think it. it's very so good. Thin the only issue I have with it is when I go to use it again. You have trouble getting it pumped. No, it'll pump out like it'll pump out a lot, but it also pumps out a piece that's already like dry. Hit the air. Yeah. So that kind of annoys me. That's the vitamin C. That's the yeah. weird thing with vitamin C yeah. is you're supposed to keep it in a dark, cool place. Yeah. And this bottle but is it's frosted. A good it is so nice. And you could put makeup yeah. on. And it's not going to slip slide no, everywhere. Exactly. And yeah. I, it seeps. I, it really does feel like it gets absorbed. It drink, your skin drinks it. Yeah. I love this, and I don't always put eye cream on my um, my eye bone and yeah, around my orbital neither. bone because I feel like it stings if it like seeps in. This one, I have you can do. ventured there, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. So yeah. I have celebrity lines so far. The outset, awesome. two thumbs up. Awesome. That's Barb's bag of tricks, That's right? That's it for today. And for me, uh, Flix as fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Flix AF, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for Flix AF, I saw the movie Air. Have you heard about it? I have heard. I didn't see Everybody it Everybody was telling me about it. You got to see Air. You got to see Air. You got to see Air. Um, and it's about the Air Jordan shoes. Yes. And I watched it and I thought it was just okay. Okay. I, I didn't think it was amazing. Um, I don't know why I got so much hype. I really thought it was going to be interesting because it would be about Michael Jordan and about, you know, because, you know, I'm a huge Laker fan. Um, I love basketball. And, and of course, me from, I want to know the product, the, yeah. the whole marketing, the whole, that whole, you know, because there's, a, there have only been a few products that have had the sustenance that that. Yeah. I mean, Sabbath is obsessed with them now. Yeah. It went from, you know, our generation all the way through. Yeah. It's huge. I thought the story could have been a little bit more interesting. I found that it was flat. Interesting. I really Was he involved in it? Who, Michael Jordan? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. Because he's notoriously private. Yeah. I, I didn't really pay attention to it, but you never see Michael Jordan in it. Okay. Never. It's really all about how the deal was made. And, and I just kind of thought that it was a little flat. Dry. Yeah. It didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't find it that interesting. It was, it was okay. I do have it in my queue. I wanted to, I was, it was interested okay. in if it. If you're bored one day and you want to watch something, right. eh, go ahead, watch it. It's not like amazing. Did you like see amazing. other one that they did though, based on the Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, and no. uh, that came out a couple of years ago. And it's a documentary on when they were like ruling the world. Oh, yeah. And everyone says that was outrageously yeah. incredible. I mean, if you like basketball, you like the Lakers, winning time is amazing. I love winning time. Best casting. It is so good. Um, it even has a young actress depicting Diane Cannon in it, oh, who we've really? had as a guest on our show, which was really cool. Um, because you know, Diane is a fixture at oh, the Laker she's games. Incredible. She's been there for years, she watches every game. She doesn't miss them, 
but the casting is amazing. Like the guy that uh, John C. Riley, who plays Jerry Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss, unbelievable how good he is in it. Unbelievable. The actor that plays Madge Johnson, incredible. Uncanny how much he looks like him. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the actor that plays Larry Bird and Kurt Rambis and Cooper. It, like the acting is unbelievable. The casting is incredible. Hair and makeup team needs to win an award. Wow. It is incredible. I really am enjoying Winning Time way better than Air. Well, that's great. There my it opinion, is, guys. My opinion. That's Flex that's AF. It. That's Flex AF. And I guess that's it for that's it this for episode yeah. of Honest AF. And if you have any products or subjects that you want us to talk about or review, please hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. You can always email us. Um, until next time, y'all take care. Bye, everybody. Bye. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.